This story of ours is so much bigger than us. God has done such a miraculous work in our yes. lives. How can we not share it? How can we see other people hurting and keep our mouth shut? How can we just ignore the pain and the destruction that is going on all around us? Has your marriage been shattered by sexual betrayal? Are you wondering if it's possible to save your marriage or even if you want to? Your story matters and there is hope for your marriage through Christ Jesus. Welcome to Beyond Broken Vows podcast. I'm Johnny. I'm Emily. And friends, we've been where you are. Our marriage vows were shattered by adultery fueled by pornography. But through a commitment to recovery, our faith in God, and our hope for redemption, we set out on a journey of healing. Now our marriage is better than we ever could have imagined, and we give God all the glory. On our show, we'll talk through difficult topics, infidelity, porn addiction, recovery, and more. So if you're ready to move from pain-filled todays into hope-filled tomorrows, Grab your favorite beverage and spend a little time with us. Marriage is redeemed. Hearts renewed. On Beyond Broken Vows podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond Broken Vows podcast. Yes, it's the holiday season, and we're glad to be here with you to share some of the ways that we've handled the holidays post-betrayal. You know, Emily, there is just something about this time of the year where the season is changing and we're moving into the holidays. It just feels a little different. Yeah, there's something in the air, right? A feeling of anticipation. Yes. Of course, the weather helps. It's getting colder. And with colder weather, we like to do fires here at our house. Not wildfires where we're just burning anything, <laughs> but uh, we like fires in our fireplace. Yes, love the fireplace fires and fire pit fires. Yes, that's right. We have yet to do one this fall. We have a little bit of a tradition here on our property. We call it first fire. And it's where we light the first fire in the fire pit. We get some folks to come over and share that time with us. But the fun part of it is that over the last three years, we have burned a piece of furniture in that fire. <laughs> And it became a tradition just completely by accident. Emily, do you remember how that came to be? Yeah, I think it was the time when we just went to an estate sale down the street and I bought this stool. It had some sort of a painted picture on the top of it. And right. I thought, wow, this could be a great addition to the peacock pen. Right. Something that either I could sit on while I'm out there just being with them, or maybe they could use it to perch on. Right. But they totally ignored it. I remember at that estate sale, we told ourselves that, uh, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, we'll just burn it. Right. Because we like to burn things around here because we have woods on our property. And there are lots of fallen trees that we have discovered that need to be cut up and burned. And so burning became something of a pastime over the last several winters. Maybe it's just one of the perks of living in the country. That's probably right. So yeah, we love to do that. And also, this is a great time of year to go camping. Most years we do camp with our extended family over the Thanksgiving week. And then we celebrate Thanksgiving on Sunday with my parents or with the rest of the family that didn't go camping. So we are hoping that you guys have some holiday traditions that you could share with us. Yes. We would love to hear from you at support at beyondbrokenvows.com. Just drop us a line and let us know what your Thanksgiving Day traditions are. So, Emily, this week we have a review from one of our listeners that I want to share today. This review comes in from Gary. He says, I can't even begin to tell you how valuable Johnny and Emily have been to my wife and I in our recovery after my infidelity. 
they have the real-life experience of the pain, grief, guilt, and shame of betrayal. In Johnny's coaching with me, he does not avoid the necessary tough things that might be hard for me to hear, but this is always done with a kind, gentle heart. He points me in the right direction for my healing and the healing of our marriage. He understands where I've been and where I need to be to find real freedom in recovery and a new relationship with my wife built on God, rigorous honesty, and emotional maturity. Gary, thank you so much for communicating those wonderful words. We're really happy to hear that the work that Emily and I do when we express our thoughts on how this experience has played out through us, infidelity and recovery, that others are finding help and healing through it. Yes, Gary, thank you so much. And friends, we invite you to work with us to help you navigate the difficult nuances of your broken marriage. Our coaching program will help you discover God's plan for you and your spouse to experience healing and restoration, resulting in a better marriage than you can even imagine possible. So head on over right now to coaching.beyondbrokenvows.com. That's coaching.beyondbrokenvows.com. And we've opened up just a few more spots in November at a great discount of 25% off coaching with us. And that's available from now until midnight on Thanksgiving Day. So schedule your spot today and let's get started. Yes, that's coaching.beyondbrokenvows.com. As we get into our discussion for today, I want to ask this question. What does Thanksgiving mean to you? Here in the United States, it's recognized as a national holiday on the third Thursday of November each year. Today, we want to look beyond what's considered to be the traditional activities of this special day, such as gathering of family, turkey dinner with all the fixings, football, post-dinner comas, right? pies galore. Ooh, pumpkin pie, yum. I know, and all the pies. Oh, it, there's so many pies. <laughs> yes, yes. And of course, leftovers. And while all those are very special traditions, we want to take time today to reflect on what it means to truly give thanks. We do understand that the holidays can be a very difficult time for those who have experienced sexual betrayal. If you found out about your spouse's infidelity around the holidays, whether this month, a year ago, or even 20 years ago, memories, triggers, and lingering difficult emotions can taint the holiday season. We have found that one of the best ways to deal with these negative experiences is to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving and gratitude. Today, we will focus on giving thanks in our relationships with our spouses, families, others, and to God himself. So as you join us today, grab your favorite pumpkin spiced whatever and get your notepad out to jot down a few of the ideas that we'll be sharing with you on this episode. But before we get started, Emily, will you lead us off in prayer? Yes, I would love to. God, this is such a special time of year where we can pause for just a moment from our busy lives or even just set aside some of the thoughts that plague us when we're going through hard times and focus on you and give thanks. Every good gift comes from above, from the Father of lights. That's you, God, and we're so grateful. You have given us so much to be thankful for, and we don't often take the time to do that properly. So we appreciate this season, this holiday, where it reminds us to just stop and take that time. So Father, as we do that today, I pray that you would be with those who are hurting, those who feel like they may not have anything to be thankful for, marriages that are in crisis. 
Father, we just pray that you would wrap your arms around them, that you would show them that you do love them, that you're there for them, that you care, and that there is always something to be thankful for. So we thank you today. We thank you for being who you are. We thank you for what you do in our lives. And we thank you for rescuing us from ourselves. Be with us today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Emily, I want to ask you a question. When I say Thanksgiving, what comes to your mind first? Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> right. Got to be honest. The marketing has been excellent around this holiday. <laughs> Absolutely, it has. How many times do we take the time to flip the word to giving thanks? Flip the word. Yeah, flip the word Thanksgiving over to giving thanks. Oh, right. Right? Is that not actually what it is that we're doing? Yes, but we just think about Thanksgiving as time off of work or school, a time to eat a lot of great food and right. and sit around with our drawstrings of our sweatpants undone and you know. <laughs> right, right. You know, I remember lots of Thanksgiving dinners with family and or with friends where there would be the circle either at the table or a circle of prayer before the meal would begin. And we would ask each person in the circle, just as we go around to say, tell us something that you are thankful for. Mm -hmm. And I would say 90% of the time, the answer comes back family. Right. Yes. That's an easy one, isn't it? It is. And I think that in our hearts, we really do believe that. Mm -hmm. But I want to suggest today that that might be low-hanging fruit. Yes, it is legitimate that we are thankful for family as we look into each other's eyes and we see that we have maybe taken family for granted over the year. And here we are looking at each other and we're saying, I truly am thankful for this family. But as we consider what it truly means to give thanks, I want to move into talking about gratitude today. Okay, gratitude, great. Gratitude in the dictionary is defined as the quality of being thankful and the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Yes, and I believe there's a quote by Cicero, the Roman philosopher, that says, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. That's a pretty powerful statement. But I think about some of the other virtues that are out there that we'll go into in just a little bit. But without gratitude in place, how can we possibly expect to really express all those other virtues on an everyday basis? So before I get to that list of virtues, I did want to say that I found that there are four A's associated with gratitude. The four A's of gratitude might sound just a little familiar as I read them off, and they are appreciation, approval, admiration, and attention. Hmm. Those do sound familiar. Yes, if they do, it's because back in episode 18, when I spoke about my true addiction being my need for the five A's, which are appreciation, approval, admiration, attention, and affirmation. If you remember back in that episode, I spoke of those almost in a negative way because those were at the center of my addiction and my acting out behavior was all based on my need to go out and grab all those for myself. Mm -hmm. But we're going to say today that these are all actually very good things. And even in the midst of my addiction, those were all good things then. I was just trying to fulfill them all by my own means. These are very good things to have in order to express gratitude. We can express gratitude by showing appreciation for other people. Mm -hmm. 
we can express gratitude when we approve of them for who they are, not for what they do for us. Exactly. We can show gratitude when we show admiration for them in their accomplishments and what they mean to us personally, or maybe what they mean to the community or the world around them. Right. And you can also show gratitude by giving your attention to others. That is so important. That's what makes people feel loved and needed, doesn't it? Attention. It does. There's a saying that says quality over quantity. Yes. But I don't really agree with that. I think they're both equally important because time spent with people, especially your loved ones, there's nothing that can replace that. Right. Because inside of the quote that you just spoke is the idea that if you don't spend a whole lot of time with somebody, just spend some time with them and make it really count. Yeah, that doesn't really make up for it, does it? No, especially within the context of our marriages. Yeah, I remember I felt very much neglected and abandoned by you when you were going out on your ministry trips all the time and you were at work a lot and then you would be out doing ministry and I was left alone a lot. Right. And the times that we were together meant a lot to me, but it didn't make up for those long absences. So it sounds like you're suggesting the healthy balance in there. Yeah, absolutely. It needs to be a healthy balance for sure. It seems to be an important thing, but just about everything with our life, really, if we get down to it, we have to balance everything. Yes. And I just want to mention that time spent with God is the same. We need both quantity and quality time with him because that's where we can cultivate that attitude of gratitude is by understanding who we are in him and what he's done for us. I agree completely. So those were the four A's of gratitude. But now I want to speak to you a little bit about the six pillars of gratitude. The first to top the list is relatedness. And in relatedness, there's this idea to be able to move from the sense of gratitude as an emotion to gratitude as an action requires commitment to putting a priority on the relationships in our lives. This virtue is often the one that is most under threat in the midst of our busyness and distractions. I found this quote online and it really spoke to the depth of what it is you and I are trying to communicate to those who listen, is that we want to have gratitude, but in there we need to be able to relate to each other because if we're not finding a way to relate, we find it difficult to express all of these ideas that we're trying to get across. It, in these words, there's action, there's commitment, priority. Mm. Those are big ideas that really it takes time yes. to be able to get them all out. The next one on the list is sincerity. Saying what you mean and meaning what you say. Then there's empathy, right? Yes. Feeling the other person's pain. Correct. And then there's self-regard. That's considering how you would have other people treat you. And then integrity is on the list. Being who you say you are when nobody is looking. And then to round off that list, certainly not the least of them all, is humility. And that's not thinking of ourselves as better than others. Now, just a few moments ago, we stated that quote by Cicero, again, that says, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all the others. And this is where I wanted to plug in that idea that without gratitude, it's really very difficult for us to truly express relatedness 
sincerity, empathy, self-regard, integrity, and humility. Mm -hmm. Correct. But when our ability to have and express gratitude is in place, we can do all of those a lot more easily. Yeah, that's true, honey. And so we wanted to go through a few things that we are thankful for. Yes. And we have been on this road to recovery now for almost five years since D-Day. And wow, that is hard to believe. At the beginning, we didn't think that we were going to make it to this point at five years. Yes. It was something that our pastor had said that it was going to take a couple of years to get to where we're feeling like we're recovering from this. Right. And I thought that was a long time. Yes. And you were saying, oh, I think I can beat that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm so competitive. <laughs> I thought we could do it in a year. Yeah. We didn't. But as these last few years have played out, it's not been smooth sailing all the time. That's correct. But oh my goodness, it's just been so good to have this new relationship, this new marriage, this new experience of connecting and having that intimacy that was never there before. That's right. And those difficulties can show themselves even right up to the present. You know, right before you and I sat down to record this, we were having some issues where I was showing some selfishness, some very deep selfishness, and it wasn't going well. Yeah, that's true. So we had to stop and talk through it and take a little bit of time to ourselves and contemplate and talk to God and then come back and talk again. Right. And now here we are recording because he helped us get through that. That's correct. One thing I did want to say to our listeners is that gratitude is something that I have always struggled with. I'm not very good at it. It doesn't come naturally to me. So doing an episode like this is speaking to me maybe more than I feel that it might be speaking to those who are listening. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of the equation, which is you, you're so good at it. <laughs> so I'm a natural cynic. It just pops out of my mouth and I have to work at being more optimistic. Mm-hmm. as were you, Emily, you're so naturally optimistic. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but it's true. I see the glass half full and my mom is like that. So maybe it's hereditary. I don't know. <laughs> right. But that actually takes me to the very first thing as you and I were talking about sharing what it is that we're grateful for this time of year with regard to our recovery and recovering from sexual betrayal. Mm-hmm. And the top of my list is our new marriage. I have spoken in another episode about the fact we have a new marriage. We didn't get a cleaned up version from God of what our marriage used to look like. We got a new one. Yes, we did. And the reason why I define it as new is because there is so much in our marriage now that never existed before. Right. And so that is what I'm grateful for, the new things. Well, the top of my list is that I'm grateful we both chose to stay and work it out. Yes. We both could have made different choices, couldn't we? Yes. We could have been stubborn or hardened our hearts or tried to get our own way or tried to make the other person pay. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that we both surrendered to the Lord and yes. his will and wasn't easy right. and it wasn't fun. <laughs> it's very, very difficult very painful, but I'm so glad we did that. Yes. 
you could have so easily just said, I'm done. I'm out of here. This is your problem. Go somewhere else and get it figured out. Yeah, that would have been an easy thing to do for sure. And you did need to figure some things out. Right. And I could have made the choice to stick with my sexual acting out behaviors. I could have made the choice to run off with the last woman that I was acting out with. I could have made the choice to continue with my pornography and just denied that I even had a problem at all. But by God's grace, you and I both made very different choices. We chose God and we chose the other. Yes. And we didn't just choose to stay. We chose to work on it. That's correct. We didn't just say, okay, it was done. It was bad. It's forgiven. Let's move on. We could have done that too. And that would not have fixed anything. No, not at all. The next one on my list is recovery. I am so grateful for my recovery program. Without it, I really wouldn't have gotten started on my true healing. We had seen counselors up to that point before I started recovering. Some things were unfolding, but it was like I got a light speed jump by being with a group of guys who are working this out their own way but using the same steps, the same measured steps and a process that shows you how to go through it. I needed that kind of organization. I needed folks to speak directly into me without sugarcoating it. Sometimes that's tough talk when they're pointing out the fact that, John, you've got a real blind spot there. Maybe you need to pay attention to that. But most of the time, it's quite gentle when it says, you know what, Johnny? No, you didn't get it right then. But you're a new man now because you made a choice to move on into recovery. And because that's not you anymore, you don't have to act that way anymore. And I'm so grateful for the recovery program of Sex Addicts Anonymous. I'm grateful for that, too. And so the second thing on my list that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful that God can fix or make new anything that we break. You just spoke a minute ago about a new marriage and not a cleaned up one or a fixed broken one. And I feel the same way. I feel like he took what was shattered into dust and he created a whole brand new marriage, something we've never, ever dreamed of before. And so I'm so grateful for that. It's interesting that you just said that everything that we smashed into dust, because as scripture reminds us, we are made from the dust and to dust we're going to return. If we pulverize ourselves into dust by the way we treat each other, Can't he make that new again? Yes, absolutely. It's kind of his specialty. (laughs) I heard a quote one time during one of the pastor's messages that said, it's amazing what God can do with a broken life if you give him all the pieces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we didn't just have pieces. We had dust. Yep. Millions of pieces, right? (laughs) How do you sort through that? Yeah. And I know our listeners have experienced that as well. They have, which is exactly why you and I are here doing this. Yes, because there is hope for that. Absolutely. And they're not alone. No. The last one on my list is one that is very near and dear to my heart. And it's actually not so much my heart as my head. I am so grateful for the quietness in my head. I'm so grateful for the quietness inside my mind now without porn brain. Yes. Sobriety. Days without acting out, which has now turned into almost five years. 
and before I didn't even think that that was possible. Again, that dovetails back to my previous one of being grateful for my recovery. I never imagined these things were possible. Before discovery, I didn't even truly understand that I was an addict. All I knew was that I had these behaviors that I just couldn't stop. And there was becoming a growing desire to stop them. And I was figuring out, I can't do this. But I was in denial that there was even a problem. And I just kept working my destructive cycle over and over again. But now my mind is quiet. I can sit anywhere. I don't need music playing. I don't need the TV playing. I don't have to have a conversation with somebody just because we're sitting near each other. I can just be quiet and there's no noise in my head. It's just quietness and that is worth being grateful for. Is that quietness equate to peace? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm not preoccupied by the lies I told. I'm not preoccupied by, am I going to get caught? for what I just did or who I was just with. Are you, Emily, going to find out what I did? Those are all gone. Now I hope that you find that I cleared a few extra feet of our forest path so that we can walk through or that I fed the ponies so that you could keep working. I hope you notice stuff like that. You catch me doing it. Oh yeah, I do. (laughs) Emily, what's the last one on your list for today? There's so much to be grateful for, but since we only picked three each, the last one on my list is that I'm so thankful that we get to tell our story to others so they may feel the hope in their own marriages. Emily, why is that? Because this story of ours is so much bigger than us. God has done such a miraculous work in our lives. How can we not share it? How can we see other people hurting and keep our mouth shut? How can we just ignore the pain and the destruction that is going on all around us, Yes, even in our own church? Emily, I see a fierceness in your eyes when you say that. Yeah, I want to give others hope that what we have come through and realized in our own life, that they can do that too. And I want to destroy the industry of pornography. If that's one couple at a time or one person at a time, I want to see that completely gone from everyone's lives. I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to add on one more. Oh, okay. It makes me grateful for our listeners that write in. Yes. You guys share your stories with us when you email us, and you're sharing the deepest, most personal, painful parts of your life. And we're so grateful that you trust us. Yes, I agree with that as well. And Johnny, you have a word for us today, right? I do have a passage of scripture, and today it comes out of 1 Chronicles 16, 8 through 11, and verse 34. It says, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful acts, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Amen. I love that. And here's the hope. Expressing thanks and giving praise to God gives us the ability to express gratitude to others and to be in a state of gratitude in ourselves towards God. Amen. So good. 
So Johnny, that was really amazing to just talk about what we're grateful for. I couldn't agree more. And we have some tips today on practicing gratitude for your spouse, even when you're not on the same page and there are hard feelings at this moment. Yes. We suggest a few things that y'all can do this Thanksgiving season. Come up with just three things that you're grateful for about your spouse and share those with each other. Yes. Next, we suggest write them in your journal or put a sticky note on your mirror to remind you that even amid brokenness, you can always find something positive about the one that you chose to live your life with for better, for worse. And lastly, pray for your spouse and thank God for them. And as a bonus tip, pray with your spouse and thank God for them. And then this is where you can level up and take the lead. Yes, I agree. So, Johnny, would you go ahead and pray for us today? I will. Thank you. Father, thank you so much for this discussion today on giving thanks that is focused on gratitude. Father, we're so grateful for all the good and great things that you have given to us, and it does make us want to sing your praise. We want to tell the world of all your wonderful acts and deeds and what you have done for us. This is our testimony. This is the part of the word of our mouth that accompanies the blood of the Lamb that brings salvation and brings healing to the world. Thank you, Lord, that we get to participate in this. Thank you, Lord, that you allow us to speak your words to those who are listening and that by your Holy Spirit, you fill us with the things to say that need to be heard. We pray, Father, for those who are in struggle right now, that they would hear these words of gratitude and find a few things that they can pick out and speak them to their spouse, even in the midst of their trouble and turmoil. And we ask all this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you feel that you do need some extra help walking this journey out, we would love for you to work with us. So don't forget, you can head on over to coaching.beyondbrokenvows.com and sign up for a session with me or Johnny or with both of us. We would love to be a part of helping you move forward. Our encouragement to you is to walk with an attitude of gratitude each day. When you face trials and challenges, find something in them to be thankful for, and you will be amazed at how it changes your outlook in any circumstance in your daily life. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His love endures forever. So until next time, marriage is redeemed. Hearts Renewed on Beyond Broken Vows podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And before you go, if this podcast encouraged you and you're feeling some hope for today, please share this show with someone else you know who's going through a similar situation and needs to know they're not alone. One of the best ways you can help us reach more people is to leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And as always, we would love to hear from you with questions and comments. Just email us at support at beyondbrokenvows.com. As you walk out this journey one day at a time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace.